Friday's round with Dr. Ron and Kez, and here we are. Dr. Ron, how you doing? It's great to see you, Kez. It's so, great to be here. It's good to be seen. Absolutely. So here we are um, at my office later on in the evening. Well, we're in the studio. We'll call it the studio. Oh, it's the studio. It's absolutely. Studio. Absolutely. Uh, agreed. Agreed. We're in the studio and um, ready to talk about our round this past Friday. Yes. Right? And we're getting to it a little sooner. It's Monday. We are. We are. We're, 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 we're perfecting our craft. Yeah, we're trying to get a little, trying to get the podcast out there faster than usual. Absolutely. The demand the is demand, so high. Very right? high. It's just, yeah. you know, we can't let our people down. Knocking yep. down the door. <laughs> we're breaking the internet. We, we sure are. We sure are. Um, and we also have to we also have to get this in because we're playing tomorrow on we Tuesday. We are playing we're tomorrow. We're going to sneak in around tomorrow in the middle of the day. We have the time, like 10.30 to 2.30. Yep. And uh, I think... The spirit of sneaking in and around on a Tuesday is what Friday's round is all about. It's the spirit of just living your life, making golfing when you can, and yep. not taking work too seriously, right? Prioritizing. Yep. We're a lifestyle brand. Lifestyle brand. We're a lifestyle yeah. brand. I love it. Yep. Um, Everybody, get on board. Yep. Please. For the love of God, we, we, we need to stop working. Okay? This is not our, about you. Because our golf this is game about us. sucks. Right, right. We're not, right. not going to make a dime playing golf. We're not that great at our relative uh, respective professions, so all we've got is this. That's um, it. So, <laughs> and please. you guys. Yep. All we have is our audience. Um, so we're going to talk about our round at Sunset Valley. Yes. Right? And I so, love that course. Me too. For, for those of you that don't know, Sunset Valley is a Morris County, New Jersey public course, county course in Morris County, New Jersey. And it's, it's, it, there's a lot of sunsets in the valley uh, you know i mean it's, it's a valley it and it has sunsets mm-hmm. sunset once a day yep beautiful lovely course i mean 287 is sort of hovering over the course in an interesting way but you yeah. don't see it you hear it well um, you know if i you do now that the, the leaves are down which yes. i was surprised you right. see the barrier you, walls you see the barrier walls but, yeah but they're, you don't hear it though it's no. nice well, I think you do hear it, and you see the barrier walls. I guess but, you do. You know, the, that constant hum of cars and horns, that's that's an interstate highway. I thought that was in my head. Yeah, yeah. So 287 is an interstate highway, or, or yeah, I mean, I think it goes into New York. It's a, it's a large highway in New Jersey, smaller than the Garden State Parkway or the New Jersey Turnpike, but but pretty big. And um, it, it sort of goes at the top of the uh, the valley along the mountain yeah. ridge. But uh, it is truly a beautiful golf course, though. Hilly. Yep. As you will find out, based on our scores, a lot more difficult than the Yellowstone <laughs> of Essex County. Yes, uh, Hendrix, the Yellowstone of Essex County, which again, it's called the Yellowstone of Essex County because there's so much wildlife. But that, we have realized, is a great course to build confidence, right? A lot of confidence. Yes. Yeah. It's it's very flat. There are no real bunkers protecting the greens. There's really no fairway bunkers. There's no water. <laughs> it's It's actually... It's it's actually a miniature golf course. It's like a pitch yeah, we didn't, we yeah, didn't realize it really is. until it's... we read the signage. We didn't realize it was a miniature golf course. I can't believe how poor we played. We both scored. Well, let's not say I scored a one hundred and two. Yeah, I and scored you, a ninety nine. <laughs> ninety nine. This guy is a criminal. Ninety nine plus plus six. Plus six. Plus. Let's just go to the card. Yeah, depending, yep. Depending on how you count it a, up. A ninety nine plus six is what Kez scored, and I scored a one hundred and two. Yes. I think this is a time where we should revisit the idea that we've talked about, I think, in an earlier podcast, uh, just because it's, it's amazing to me, that really, I think this round, you really finally, by like, towards the end of the round, after like a round and two years of playing golf, finally started to understand that you take a penalty stroke when you lose a ball. Yes. Or hit a ball out of bounds. Yes. I, I was just counting one other stroke. Um, in addition to, but not taking a penalty stroke. So yes. Yeah, I don't even know what you mean by what you. So just what said I would there. do is I would count my just... I would count my strokes out, right? So right. like, oh, I say if I shank it off the tee. Yes. Okay? Go ahead. I in in my head I wouldn't count that. Right. So I would I, say I okay. That. So then I hit I hit a driver. I you know say I've I'm right. on in four. I one putt so five, and then I would add six for my driver penalty. Yeah, which I, in yes. theory is the same. 
Yeah, I don't even know if you did that, and this is part of what's... But I did. That's what I was trying to explain to you. Right. Oh, this, well, this was my favorite part. So so Kez would, Kez would do this. I'd be like, all right, Kez, you're hitting three. He'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you hit that ball into the woods, and now you've hit your second tee shot. And he'd be like, no, 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 I don't like to do it that way. It's my tee shot, which is my second shot, so it's that's one. And then, ba 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 and then I'll add one on the end. I'm like, you, I'm like you're killing me. It, I think we it, should ask the audience, though, if, we, if you just add them on the end, it's the same thing. It's it's not the same thing. So walk me through this. So so you would you would hit a tee shot. Shank it. Shank it. All right, then lost the ball. Lost right? the ball. I'd, I'd tee off again. Right. I'd hit it a beauty 275. Sure. Right? Okay, great. And then 99 I'd, plus, plus six. I, I would pitch it onto the green. So uh-huh. now I'm on in two. You're on in two. All right? Absolutely. You're I on three in two. putt, as usual. You three putt. So now I'm right. up to five. You're, so you're five. And then I'll add my lost ball, six. Right, so you do six. So now let's, if we do it the real way, the normal way, the or human the, way. The, the other the, way, the, right? right. The, the, uh, yeah. You know, uh, orangutans and up now it's score okay the way to I'm different. about to say. It it's sure okay is. It's okay to be different. It is. It is. And you are different. You are different. You're special. You're special. So so your first tee shot goes in the woods. Yeah. So that's one. A penalty stroke before you lose it, and now you're hitting you're on your third shot is your second tee shot. Right. Then you're saying you pitch it onto, onto the, the green. green. Yep. Then one, two, three putt. Right, it's a seven. Yeah. Right. So I have to add an extra one right. on there. So you have to add probably about four hundred extra strokes to the golf we've played together over the past forty six weeks. I would say. I would have to agree with that. Hmm. So it suddenly makes me the better golfer. It depends. You didn't necessarily shoot that much better on uh, Friday. I'm not going to lie. A 102. So it was brutal. So I shoot a 102. Kez shoots a 99 plus 6. Yes. Um, plus, there, there were probably times that we're not counting one or two of your mulligans. We'll, we'll get to that. There was a mulligan on the, on, on your, on the second hole. Yeah, well, that's the mulligan I, I used. Well, this is well, also we have, one of the So how is that different I, than you teeing off and being like, I'm just going to take another tee shot? No, 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 no. So yes, first of all, yes, we, yes, we, yes. We, we live in a world now, I think, where we're not giving each other mulligans. So the very fact that you took a mulligan, I now use the word mulligan, you, you're so devious that... We played with Jeff, he took a mulligans, and he shot an 87. Jeff, I we, we could get into Jeff. There was a lot of things Jeff was doing. I love the guy. Just salt of the earth. But, you know, the way he... So Jeff... I mean, do we get into it now? I mean, he hit into the leaves a lot, and it's fall, and there were a bunch of times where his ball went to areas where it was a good shot, the ball should have been found, and it wasn't found. So, not going to give you a stroke penalty there. You sort of drop, unfindable because of the leaves, but it was a good shot. You shouldn't get penalized for that. But I think the problem with Jeff is sometimes where he hit it into was a little bit questionable, right? I mean, if you if you hit the ball into a forest, yes. yeah, there are going to be leaves there, right? right? So... I think, um, mm-hmm. and again, I love Jeff. Um, I think his choice of using like an orange yellow ball yeah, yellow to play ball the round in the fall, right. in the fall yeah. was a very strategic play. See, that's at first I thought it was. I it admire was, that. It was unintelligent. I'm starting to realize really it was strategic. Yeah. Right. It's like a Kez move. It is a Kez move. It is. I feel like I should have thought of that right. already. Well, I think you said at some point he should just use a brown ball because yeah. that's how much it's it was melting. Right in. You should use a brown ball. I, I think. Should. Right. Kez should use a green ball. That's my feeling. Kez should use like a sort of like a, a rich green ball and and see how much he could find it, which <sighs> probably be a lot because you're always in like the mud and the sand and I find know. everything. Yeah, you, you sure do. I find everything. <sighs> so. Yeah, it, it's amazing. I mean, you owe me four hundred strokes. I would argue. I think so. And it was it was guys. It was mind boggling to talk this guy through his whole thing where he was going. No, 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 no. It was, it was my first shot, and then we'll add one on the back. I'm like I'm like pulling out my hair. So which I have is, to add two on the back. Just don't score it that way, please. No, stop with right. the back scoring. Yeah, I do need I, to add enough, two because uh, of the enough shot with the back and entry. And the, pen- the penalty. Yes, 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 yes. Stuff, enough with the back entry scoring. Zeros and ones, that's all I need. It's absolutely your coder. <laughs> all right, so so 102 by me, a 105 for Kez. We played with our friend Jeff. He scored an 87 with a bunch of asterisks for the leave some, issue. He had some really nice shots, though. Oh, he's a, he's a very good golfer. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he was he was ripping the ball. He, yeah. He doesn't like to use his driver these days, and he was hitting a three-wood... 250 and plus, I would say, 250 Very plus. violent practice swing. Yes. A huge, I violent. couldn't agree more. Very violent. Like like hostile. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, coming through hot, real hot, 
like you know he was actually hitting the ball and then I when he would take his practice swing I actually looked to I see if he hit it <laughs> I would too and then I realized it was I his practice too. swing I if like, wow. I my main real swing sounded as good as his practice yeah. swing I'd be a much better golfer yeah you'd be yeah. shooting 115s but it, but it was a little aggressive right it was yeah I don't. I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. Like it's exhausting. Yeah, I'd be and tired. I, don't, I don't even take any practice swings, which could be my problem. Well, this I is, just step up to the ball and I say, you know what? This is, if right. I'm going to take a swing, this is my best swing right now. You said that, and and I am conflicted about what my whole routine is before a shot. How, right? how many times do I practice swing? Where do I do it? I think I'd be curious to hear you know listeners' takes on this. Like, I typically take two practice swings with my driver. But for a while, I was I was I was shying away from that. I was I was doing one. I, sometimes I'm just looking. It, yeah, it, it's a weird thing. I know? I do the visualization of where I'm hitting. Yes. So I'll I'll step up to the ball. I'll address the ball. Right. And then I'll look down the fairway and see where I want it to mm-hmm. hit. And then I'll just grip it and rip it. Do you think? Do you sort of do you do you uh, get a vision sort of? Um, Get a mental picture in your mind of where you'll cheat once the ball falls, like where. Oh, I've already. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You have a I've good already, sense of that. I've, I actually litter the course with balls before absolutely. I play, right, right, right. so I know where they are. He's there and three all, hours early, and they're all Callaways. Absolutely, laying Callaways in, in, in strategic spots. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, all where Kez would hit them. So oftentimes, right by the ladies' tees. I actually put balls in the cup, yeah. and then I just go pick them up as if I putted them in. <laughs> I got this game down pat. I don't. I now don't not believe that you do exactly that. Oh, but it was a beautiful fall day. Very nice. A little I, chilly got, in the morning. We got a little freaked out. Chilly I, and windy. I I played it casual. I had a couple. I had like two layers on, but nothing like really warm on as the base layer. And we yeah. got there, and I was starting to think oh, it's going to be a cold, cold day. It was. And then the store. You know, did not have any. We were ready to purchase. I know. I really like buying things at the, at the clubhouse. Buying I, things, I like buy, buying things is great. Yeah, yeah. And I, st- I wear them a lot. But all they over had and was, over again. All they had was short sleeve shirts. We were gonna have to buy like six just to get heavy it, like, in a the thick women's. Layer. Heavy in the women's. Uh, <laughs> it department. was. It was. And you, well, you, you've, you've, you've bought a woman's hat before. Yeah, I have. So you would probably as long as it looks good on me, I'm totally fine with it. I make things look good. Again, for those of you, things those don't of look you, good on yeah. me. I make them look good. You do, you do. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I make them look worse. I know. Yeah, it's like that's like a decent looking shirt, and then I put it on. It's like, ooh, ooh. yeah. Get a free bowl of soup with that. <laughs> should we? Should we get to a little bit more of uh, of our game? Yeah, of, of, of our match. Yes, of our match. So we were playing with Jeff, uh, your friend from college, and, and a guy we played golf with. And again, can I go back to this? I mean, he hit his three wood two fifty plus. My yes. feeling is, if you're hitting your three wood two fifty plus with 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 a fair amount of accuracy, yeah, you know the fall leaves. Uh, besides, um, why even hit a driver? I don't know. Well, I asked him. I was like, your your three wood swing would be, and this just could be me not knowing what I'm talking about in yeah. terms of golf. Should be the same as your driver swing. It's not like it's a nine iron. Yeah, no, I it's think a wood. It, I think it's pretty darn similar. Right? You know I, what you're doing is you're just you're teeing it higher, lower. You're teeing it lower because it's a three. Yeah, and for sure. and it's the same swing. Yeah, I think you know I think it's pretty similar. I think there's something about the club head in a driver that's going to get you more distance. Because so he could be right? hitting it to to three hundred, two seventy five, three hundred on a driver. Yeah, but I think that I guess that's the whole thing about the game, right? I mean, he could hit a three wood two fifty to two seventy five. I would argue, right? Consistently. Yeah. So, but. We've talked about this theme again and again. You always want sort of more than what you do, right? So if he's hitting the three wood two fifty, why, why wouldn't he bring out the driver and try to hit a three hundred? So right? when I asked him that about the driver, he said he's not comfortable with his short irons, so he prefers to be further out on his second shot. Oh, did he really say that? Yeah. Huh. So he prefers to have like a a, a harder or a pitching wedge swing swing like as at opposed- 170, 150, 140 as opposed to, you know, in the under a hundred, where he hits like a fifty eight or a sixty. Well, he would a- he would still use like yeah, that's where right. he falls into trouble and he uses his pitching wedge, but only goes back forty percent or thirty percent. So he uses his pitching wedge further out, but he just does it at a full swing and he's yes. better that way. Yeah, he prefers to be. 110 plus on this, his second shot. 
this is where I think our, our true uh, body of knowledge about golf needs to improve and we need to sort of hit the books and study a little bit because I would imagine in some ways the goal is to hit a full swing a lot of the time. So you just yeah. need to go real down and club and hit a full swing, yep. uh, you know. And I told, uh, you know, I've, I had the conversation with him. I said, but it's, you know, when you're, you know, pull out the 56 and it's all about, you know, having the swing and the touch. And he was like, he's just not there yet. But he's shooting an 87. Right, so... A lot better so, than us. Right, he's not there yet. We should judge him, but we're like 15. We judge him. really well. Oh, it's, it's, judge, it's really... I can really judge him. It's, it's I can a, judge you. Oh, my God. Well, you should. Well, I judge myself all the time. <laughs> we know. It's called guilt and shame. And I'm a, I'm a doctor of that before, before I'm a doctor of psychology. Um, you should hear what your wife says about it. Oh, she's a saint. She's a saint. She has nothing but great things to say about me. And then the fourth on our round was uh, yes. was our friend Darren. Darren. Darren's big, our big friend. D. Big D. D. And um, you know, he uh very very uh, philosophical guy, you know, low tone, you know, you know, low tone guy, just sort of It was of, a different dynamic. I like his dynamic and he yeah. shot better than me. Uh, he did. Didn't shoot better than me. He tied me. Uh, yeah. But da- here's the thing about Darren. Darren plays like three times a year right now. Yeah. We play at least once a week. Darren shot a 102. I shot a 102. You shot a 99 plus 99 six. 99 plus six. Plus six. Really nice. So we, we really we really did shit the bed this game. What do you think's going on with our golf game at this point? Because I, I, I will definitely say that mine has decreased. I was definitely shooting 92s to 95s yeah. for like, I would say, close to 10 rounds in a row towards the end of August, right? And then sort of came back in early September, maybe it was one or two rounds that was right around there, but then it, the wheels really started to come off the wagon. And, well, uh, I, you know, I think our, if we're talking about our last round, you know, we didn't shoot really bad. It was our putting. Like I had yeah. seven or nine holes where I three putted. There's There were four par threes on this, on this course. Yep. You know, uh, I'll just say the yardage because I want to feel good about myself. Yeah. 176, uh-huh. 166, uh-huh. and then the last one was 194. But what were they from the ladies' tees? They were, yeah. <laughs> and I was on the green every one of them. I hit on the green. And you, then I three-putted did. every time. Uh, no, it's crazy. It's Listen, it's it's nuts. It's uh, that, that's But you should be proud of the fact that you did hit the green on all... On all on all four of the par threes? No, 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 only three of them. But three that's really four. good. I I mean, par threes to me, they're so frustrating because that's where I'm going to gain strokes overall in my round. But way too often, I'm getting fives on par threes. I see par threes as me coming in even. I'm not gaining. I like I'm I'm trying to birdie. If I get birdie, that's great. But there's no way I'm I'm going to try to par it. Okay. When you say gaining strokes, you're looking, you're thinking about birdie. Well, no, no, no. This is where maybe we can get into my poor sports psychology. I've developed a, a, a theory in my head. So bogey golf to you is par? I'm sorry. Bogey golf to me is par. Well, getting... Yes, I mean, first of all, let me get into in a moment what's even more fascinating about the scoring model I've come up with. But yes, to me, no, I mean, par would be great. But yes, basically bogey is par. Okay. Well, I mean, that would make me a, an 88 to 90 golfer, which yeah. would make me very happy right now. I, I agree. I like to, that's something to strive for. Uh, you know, I mean, but, but here's how I think about things right now. I think about it on every nine holes, or, you know, and then you can obviously double it to 18. On nine holes, if, if you get a five on every hole, yes. you got a 45. And that's a 90 for a round. And right now I'd be thrilled with a 90 for a round. I agree. So the goal is to sort of get. You know, no, you know, no more ideally than a five on every hole. Now, of course, on par threes, there's the opportunity to pick up a stroke or dare I say two. Or even if you got par, dare dare I dream to say you know birdie, right? Yeah. But you could pick up one or two strokes on that, which allows you to then get your bogey on a par five, right? And you get a yep. six, and it's counterweighted with the four on a par three. But that really, what that means is you're striving to get you know fives again and again and again on par fours. Yes. Now I'm not saying that this is a very positive or efficient way to think about it, but and maybe that's part of what I'm trapped in right now. But that's how I do think about it, and even to the point where when I tally up my score for for nine holes real quick, I just look to see on each hole how many strokes above or below five I am. Yeah. And that's basically how I figure out my score because, you yeah, know, I'm that's... like, if I'm plus three from the the idea of a 45, I know I'm a 48, you know? Yeah, I like it. 
I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's gonna. It's, Might be a loser's strategy. It sounds like it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't but think, I, the interesting I, thing is, I don't though, think anybody conquered Rome with a strategy like this, right? I, I find I, I find it hard to believe because it does make sense where you you know if you're one up or one down, but it takes you so long to count the card. No, it's faster to count the card. I don't think that's the litmus test of whether this is a good strategy or not, of how long or short it takes me to count the card. I think it's more of, is I'm this the proper the psychological now. mindset to, to play a winning ones. round of golf? Because I think that's a more important variable to focus on. I just on. remember us being in the parking lot and just saying, like, can you just pull out your calculator? Like, right. Let's get this done. It's very hard to calculate things. But I would be curious to hear the listeners take. I mean, this is my fakakta way of thinking that, like, but it, it is sad because I'm basically rooting for a bogey on par fours. I'm rooting for basically a bogey on par threes, but only a bogey. It, it, yeah. And a, a bogey on sixes, and it all evens out. But it's probably not a winning mentality. I like bogeys. I, you know, I, I would take a bogey throughout, but especially par threes, I feel like those, you know, you're either way, you know, you're chipping on in two, definitely. You know, and you got to well, get a close. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like par threes, we have to par. Well, I don't know about par i mean i think we can't, you can't get more than a four on a par three yeah you know five is really bad you know but you know i on my card just to give everyone a heads yeah. up i got a nine on a hole he did get a nine on a hole it and it took me up. about 10 minutes of walking him walking him through his, was his shots to get into a nine. it was a seven for like 50 we were two holes further along i was in and denial. he was still clinging to a seven and i just tried to methodically and calmly i did not want to lose my grip on my sanity yeah. i walked you through it and then Listen, to your credit, you then admitted it. Like, yeah. You're growing. And to my credit also, with a nine on the front nine, yes. I still scored the same as you, 51. Yeah, listen, you, I avoided a blow-up hole. Mm. You had a blow-up hole. Yeah. I played crappy golf largely Your front nine was actually really up. good. Who, your front nine or my yeah, front nine? Yeah, my front nine. Listen, I wouldn't be so cocky. How good it's all bogey nine? golf, except for this one hole. Except for the nine. I actually par. Do you want to talk about me par in the first hole with you yelling and throwing cards on as well, I'm no, putting? No, par. That's a bogey. No, but I did par. No, no, I took no, it back. no, no. You would have gotten a six. I gave you the five. No, I was on in three. Right, and then you two putted. No, I two putted. I only one putted. I two putted because you threw the card. And no, I no, 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 no. You, yes, you, yes, you yes, actually yes. three putted. I, no. I did I did do a little bit of an obnoxious thing. On hole one, we were just getting out there. It was the morning. We were cold. We were having fun. The card sort of slipped out of my hand. And then Definitely all of a sudden, no, 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 no. At first, it slipped out of my hand and nobody noticed. And then I said, you know what? This will be a funny joke. And as Kez was lining up for his putt, I like faked like it got blown out of my hand. And then I like trampled all over but near the near the hole and threw, threw you off. You missed that putt. Yeah. Then you missed the next putt. one. No, that you were, was like, my you were par so putt. Far. That was a par putt. Yeah, but it was yeah. like an eight foot putt. There, I'm, I drained it, but then I pulled it back and I hit it again. Yeah, you're a very difficult person. Money, I am. A little you bit. are. You are. You will convince yourself of anything. That's the beauty of it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Playing, playing with a con That's man. How I got a is not, is not a very fun thing. That's how I got a ninety-nine. Absolutely. Um, well, you you're dominating the card. What about let me let me let me. There's a few fun things I want to. You know, Darren, our friend Darren had what I would uh, describe as a bar mitzvah sort of tea. And what do I mean by that? It, it, he had a sort of a... How would you describe it, Kez? Uh, you know, it, it was blue. It was a, no, it was like a bright neon blue, but yeah. clear. It was like a bar mitzvah party favor. Yes. Right? Like if a kid had a bar mitzvah and the theme was golf, this is what you would have gotten as your party favor, like a bag of these teas. And Darren, in earnestness, sort of pulls them out of his bag and is using them from the get-go. So he had he had a bar mitzvah, sort of uh, parting gift tea, is what this man was using his entire round of golf. I've never been to a bar mitzvah. You haven't been to a bar mitzvah? No, maybe that's Not why one, I couldn't huh? describe it. Yeah, it no, I know. Lost with words. <laughs> is, this, is this cultural metaphor being lost on a lot of our audience? <laughs> Are those of you in Michigan sort of a... Have you ever been to a bar mitzvah? It's a little ridiculous, but everybody typically leaves with a party favor, and it's for a thirteen-year-old, so it's just obnoxious and silly. And you've never been to a bar mitzvah? I'm missing out. Polish guy who's never been to a bar mitzvah. Shocker. Jeff's pants. What about Jeff's pants? Jeff. So Jeff was wearing snow pants. I am convinced they were snow pants. He he's on like the second tee. And I make this joke about Jeff. You wearing snow pants? This guy's pants. Like MC Ever pants. We all could have fit in them. 
Oh, we each of each can't of us could have foot in a leg. Can't, can't touch this. Can't touch this. That's what unbelievable. Like Z Cavaricis with like blown, blown up. Cavs. Unbelievable. So I think it was um, maybe on eighteen mm-hmm. where there's a body of water and I hit it on the other side of the <laughs> yes, body of water. You sure did. I was walking up with Jeff. Yes. And I was trying to figure out, you know, if I should have went the other way off the tee right. and walked around but instead I I took the long way which right. was the nicer way and um, Jeff was like you know you you might have to swim over there and I told him I might have to borrow his pants <laughs> he was like fly fishing and making snowmen while he was doing a round of golf I don't I mean it was it was it was like 48 degrees when the round started so I got it was a little bit cold but I think snow pants was a little excessive Jeff you know, so they were nice. They, they were, were they nice. were nice. So between Darren's bar mitzvah tea and uh, Roberts' snow pants, we were off to a good start. Uh, we 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 were trying to stay bundled. Um, yeah, you had that you had that miss hit drive on on hole number two. You remember it went like it went right into the water. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. it made it about twenty five yards. I don't know right what was going on with that. I know I, I was, was very I, cold. I haven't. No, I don't. I don't know if it was cold. Don't don't. Next thing you're gonna blame shrinkage on the fact that it was cold. Let's water was let's cold. Go, let's go easy. I know. I haven't seen you hit uh, drives like that in a while. Yeah, you it looks like your confidence is shaking. It is shaking. Yeah, it now, is. Now that you don't have the edifice of your faulty scoring. I know. I well, you know, it's funny. What, what I was actually thinking, because I do very usually vulnerable. like to hit a bucket of balls. Yes. During the week. And I haven't done that in like two weeks. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I think especially your driver. We, we've made the comment that uh, driving ranges that don't have real grass are not very helpful for your iron play. Uh, yeah. I, one would argue, but what do we know? But uh, driver, I think it's definitely helpful, and I do think I think you were put logging in some really good time at the driving range for a while, and yeah. I, you you haven't done that in a while, so I, I'm sure that makes a difference. I have the net in my backyard. Do you still use it? How I do. do you use it? I have. I I definitely use it often enough. Sometimes it's just an opportunity to go out there, hit ten or fifteen balls, and just get that like desire to hit some balls out of your system yeah. without having to drive twenty minutes to the driving range and all that kind of thing. Yes. Um but you, you made the critical comment when I first got the net that you don't know how much you like it because you don't see where your shot goes. Uh, yeah, that's my problem it's, with that. It's definitely a drawback, but I'm definitely learning more and more what to look for in how it feels, how it sounds, yeah. how it hits the net. I think I'm getting a better sense of things, but that is a drawback. There's yeah, no doubt. Because you had some really bad drives also. <laughs> Did I? I don't think I really had some bad drives. Oh, absolutely. Can you recall a drive that was yeah, so bad? Yeah, a couple that were really bad. I don't a couple think... of screamers on the worm burners. You're you're just yeah. so full. You're just searching for something. So so Kez hits his first tee shot into the water, twenty five yards away oh, on man. the second hole. Then on, so then and he takes a See? mulligan or whatever. He didn't even count that first penalty shot. It was just a disaster. Then on the fourth hole. Can we talk about this? You took three tee shots. Was that the third or fourth? You chose to count your second. Oh, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. It was the fourth. It was the par fourth. No, no, no. I didn't choose to count the second. I said I was going to play the second, but I needed to take another drive. I needed to hit it again. I'll give you that. Because you did that three times. Well, no. But but it's okay when you do it. Well, I say very clearly. I say, guys, I'm just going to take this one. I just just need to hit another shot. It's not going to count. I had to do it. Right. But that that one didn't go well either. I mean, I think you no. lost that third ball. Yeah, I did lose it. Yeah, yeah it was the same two, spot. Yeah. And the second one went about 125 yeah. yards, pop fly to the right. It wasn't nice you at all. You were struggling. But listen, can we talk about your your six iron? That's the only good shot on, I had. On the 16th hole, yeah. I believe, 16th hole, or the 17th. I think it was the 17th hole. Yeah. Um, 17, yeah. I don't yeah, think our listeners care back. that much, but yeah. you know, my, my obsessiveness will, will dictate. Yeah. Six iron, two hundred yards away, and I was I'm watching him like a hawk. It was definitely about six hundred. You nailed the shit out of it. Yeah, that was the only good shot. I had. Beautiful iron shot, and just rolled up onto the green, two hundred yards away with a six iron. Yep. I could not do that. I mean, I my my, my four iron on a good day might get me two hundred yards. That's what keeps you coming back to the game. You know that six what, what iron. Does made your me... six iron keeps me coming back to the game? No, the, it doesn't. Those really. those beautiful shots that that made me forget about all those horrible. Yes. Drives that Agreed. I had so bad. Agreed. And the highlight for me, I think it was whole. Um, I think it was thirteen or fourteen par four. I've actually played this par four, particularly good a couple of times. It. Um, I hit a, a a decent drive, and then a very good drive actually, and then I hit a pitching wedge from a hundred. Oh, that was a great shot. Thirty or forty yards. Yep. I think it was one hundred and thirty. Uh, and it's an elevated green, and it was a beautiful shot, and it landed six feet from the cup. I would say thirteen, right? 
Yeah. 13. Yeah, we all we all parred that. And then I should have birdied that, but I couldn't land the putt. Yeah, Thank that's God actually the that's the easiest hole in the course, but that was a real fun hole. <laughs> is it really the easiest hole in the second, course? It's the second easiest. Shut up. No. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, is it really? No. But, it was, but you did. You literally dropped that like four 10, feet. 11, 12. You should have birdied that. Remember I told you that? It's the it's not it's the twelfth hard it's the twelfth hole from handicap perspective. So it's on the easier side, but it's not the You should have you should have birdied I that. I should have birdied that, but listen, I think one of the first things I'm gonna I neither of us have oh, you've taken one lesson. I've never taken a lesson because yeah. I'm a man of the earth and you know, a salt of the earth and I I don't necessarily believe in lessons. We, really? We, we weren't all born with a you know, golden spoon in our mouths. And uh I think it messed me up even more. <laughs> But I do think the first lessons I'm going to take are going to be on putting at some point sooner than later, because yeah. I, I circled my scores. I had a, I had eleven holes where I three putted eleven. Now on, I had two separate holes where I really felt like I hit good putts that 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 I was almost lucky to hit. So if you take the eleven and you minus the two, there's I would argue nine holes on this round where I could have really improved my putting, even if I had if improve it improve half of them four to five yeah that'd be four to five strokes off so even my 102 would suddenly be like a 97 yeah. right and my 97 would be a 90 you know you know i would say but we all had a very difficult time putting yes yes like well, they were i the, the they greens were, were tough but yeah, they, they were. weren't they weren't flat that was the biggest problem no 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 at sunset valley there's a lot there's movement to the greens i agree and that's the difference and there was too, different levels too you had some that were higher yeah. lower it's called tiers that too, tears. Yeah, but tier, you know, if you green. what was the one, the par three where I dropped it like, uh, you know, fifteen feet from the hole, but I was on top of the hill, and then I tapped it down and just kept yes, running. It just kept running. Of course. Yeah. I don't pay that much attention to your round, Kez. I, I I'm not in. I don't have encyclopedic knowledge of your round. I do. But um, it's like gold. Yeah. <laughs> but the greens were, and this is listen. This is what we were talking about in terms of Hendrix, right? Yeah. Hendrix is this. County course with very flat greens relative to Sunset Valley. You really realize it now how much different that is. Yep. And it, it allows you to sort of two-putt on Hendricks when you're not two-putting on Sunset. You can recover a lot easier at Hendricks yeah. than you can at Sunset Valley. Yeah. And then, you know, you take that, you then take it to the, the, the country club and the nicer country club. I mean, this is obvious to, to our listeners, but, you know... The greens are, are what can really change something and, and really challenge you. Right? Yeah. So, but you got to start somewhere. Again, I think about that pain in the ass from uh, when I was in Ann Arbor, who said you're trying to you're trying to shoot in the '90s, and how he was score shaming yeah. me. I mean, everybody has to slowly develop at their own pace. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, Just like everything in life. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. I love it. I love it. The the Kez turn where we move it towards life. Um, what to talk about about Can life. we what? talk about the course guide? Oh my and God. how amazing it is that this public course has a course guide. I, I think that all of these courses should invest in a course guide. Yeah. And it's just an and, amazing and, the, and a lot thing. of the public ones don't. I mean, uh, we, we don't. a lot of the public courses don't have a course guide. But I love the fact that this had a course guide. Absolutely. It reminded me of the one that we played at um, in, yeah, yep. in Duck. Duck. Duckwoods Country Club. Yep. In uh, North Carolina. And they charged $13 for the book, and I had to get it. Do you remember the craziest thing about that book? Do you remember? Because I remember. So Kez spent $13. Oh, well, the fact that I didn't buy it until the ninth hole, and I asked him for a half price. (laughs) Can I get it for a half price? Because I already played nine holes without it. That's fantastic. I totally forgot that. That's a true story. But what was more amazing, do you remember? Like, it didn't indicate... Where all the water hazards yes, were. Yes, you're right. And there was a lot of water on there that course. There was a lot of water on that course. And the guidebook no did not indicate where the water was. Yep. There was no different color. Like no. it, it did have the golf cart path. Do you think like a colorblind person both created and right. and published that course guide? It's very poor printing, maybe. I definitely not. Now that you've, you brought that up, I totally forgot it. It definitely was not worth the $13. That, that was mind-boggling because there was a lot of water on that course. Yeah. And it, it indicated, it gave no yardage or indication of where the water was. Yeah. And it was the same color of, as like the normal, not parts of the fairway. So yeah. it was like, it was impossible to have any sense of that. I love the guy. I love the guidebook. Oh, it, it brings the, tra- the tradition of the game. Yeah. Right. And then like, no. we've talked about this. The main reason why I love going out and playing also is because right. I can disconnect. Yeah. Right? I'm always in front of the laptop. I always have my phone on me. But now, you know, I use this app, which is a great app, right. you know, if you if you still want to be connected. But my problem is what I should do is actually 
you know, I can't put it on airplane mode because I need to get the GPS. So, yeah, you right. know, I, you can't try to shut the notifications off. But I'm looking. Golden handcuffs, Kez. Right? Golden handcuffs. It'll tell me the distance. Not it tells a golden you, shower. <laughs> golden handcuffs. It tells you the speed, the wind. It, you know, it tells you. It gives you an iron suggestion. It's called U Swing, uh-huh. and it's an amazing app. But again, like now, um. Pulling out my phone, I'm standing over the board, the ball. I'm putting my phone back in. I'm looking yep. at my text messages. I'm looking at my emails. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm getting distracted. Whereas in you know the guidebook, it you know, all right, there's the water. I'm about 20 feet away from the water. I got a chip shot that's 118 now, 120, right. whatever. Right. And it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I, every everything should have every course should well, have one. I, I think, uh, and it has a scorecard in it. Okay, well. The score is here. I hold the scorecard. Dr. Ron holds the scorecard, and I fold it. I have, I have difficulty in how I fold the card to get it in my back right pocket to look cool. And uh, then I'm, I'm writing over the folds as the, as, as the uh, round goes on, and it starts to be hard to read the numbers I'm putting into the golf yeah. cart. And this scorecard that we used was, like, laminated. It almost had, like, a plasticky film. Yeah. So it didn't hold the pencil very well, you know. And, and the pencil I was need dull. My, I need my pencil held. It was a dull pencil. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. it was definitely a dull pencil. That's tough when so, that happens. And then they also had, like, check, check pace in like a light gray font to remind you to like go quickly enough. Yeah, I just but 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 that. it but it covers up and it, it it's right it, on Darren's it, score. Yeah, it's right where you're going to score so then you can't see your scores. So it makes me want to go faster and then every goddamn hole I'm going slower cuz I'm not yeah. sure what we're scoring so it actually slowed me down. Yeah, I hear you. The irony. The irony of that. But but going back to your point, um I mean, I really I really want us everybody to think about this for a second in all honesty. You know, I think golf is such an opportunity to shut down, to relax, to be connected to nature, to if you're walking the course, which, which which we love, to really slow down and really just get connected to nature and you're around and all these things. So my question here and my thought is, how many of us have done a round of golf in the past few years where we haven't looked at our phone once? Yeah. And my, listen, I hope that there's a lot of you out there who are smart enough and have figured it out that you don't. You put it down, you shut it off completely. Yep. But I, the, all the guys we've played with and the whole vibe, I don't know if I've if anybody has done that. And yeah. I think that's such a challenge and and something to think about in today's day and age and going forward to to really put your phone down and to not look at it during an entire round of golf. And I think all of us should do that. I don't. I think you and I should strive to do that in the rounds ahead. We play tomorrow. We yeah. should really strive to not do that. I can't you know? do that. You can't do I that. Can't do that. You're just that addicted. You're that, no, I just, just you know, important. especially during business hours, it's very difficult. Yes. Come on. Well, you're making all of us laugh during business Seriously. hours. Really? Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. That's the problem. Like, you that's can't do that? It, I isn't wouldn't that be able sad? to do that. Yeah, it is sad, yeah. See, I could really sort of get away with it, but I feel like I need to check and all that stuff. But I think that's really is sad. Maybe if we break it down, say like at the turn, I'll check. Well, sure. Phone. I think that maybe is the way to go. Maybe yeah. even once like a, a hole five, once at yeah. the turn, once at hole I can do that. 14, Let's do it. Something like that. Okay. We should do, it should be a movement. We Absolutely. What, like, what would the movement, yeah. I don't know. Yep. Like, uh, phone, you know, phone phoneless in the bag. Golf. Phoneless golf. Hashtag phoneless yeah, golf. Phoneless golf. Yeah. Disconnected golf. Disconnected golf. Hashtag disconnected golf. Let's do it, boys and girls. But the yardage book was so cool because it was the old school way, the paper and pencil way, the tangible in your hands. And that's the other thing. I mean, I I joke, I felt like a goddamn army ranger pulling this thing out of my back left pocket. Oh, I sure did. Because it's a good good size. It's got a couple pictures. And it has a great write-up on each hole. Oh, it's got a great write-up. But you feel so cool. And you would read it. We would actually gather around the team. Everybody would come around. And he would read read one of the passages. Yeah, I will. It was like a fireside chat with with Uncle Ron. Uh, Hole one. A well-placed tee shot along the left side of the fairway will put you in the best position for your approach shot. It is crucial to stay below the hole on this severely sloping back to front green. Boom. Like how amazing is that? I I mean, it's so gentle. Yep. It's it's so soothing. The, you know, the just somebody some cares to direct somebody you. Cares, yeah. Somebody cares out there. And that's what we all need. We need uh, direction in life. Absolutely. We sure do. Right? We need we need mentorship. Mentorship. Mentorship, yeah. right? Whether it's written or in yep. person. Absolutely. Paper. So it was it was, this this yardage book or or a course guide was fantastic. Hats off to Sunset Valley. 
Um, yeah, really. They did a great job on that. Great job on that. And they were just giving it away. I walked up because, of course, I didn't have it the first right. nine holes, and I just felt like I was missing out on everything. Because right. Dr. Ron took it. Yeah. and then, uh, Kez Didn't get felt, one for me because he knows my love for I, a I thought, guidebook. I thought everybody wanted to hear my soothing, uh, my soothing nice. uh, re- outdoor reading voice. So when I walked, when we finished nine, I walked up to the uh, the, re- the starter, and I said, you know, right. do you have one of those guidebooks? He said, yeah. Well, how many do you need? I was like, I just right. need one. Can I, can I read hole six? Yeah, hole Six is a good one. A prevailing wind out of the west, matched with a deceptively elevated green, puts a premium on club selection. A detrimental position is above the hole on the severely sloping back-to-front green. Ignore pin placement and position your tee shot below the hole on the front left portion of the green. What is unbelievable about this is they think I have a sense of control on any of my shots. My goal is to get it up in the air. Or know what back to front green means? Because <laughs> right. I'm still trying to figure that out. Back to back front. to front. Back to How's front. It? So it's, the it's, other one was left to right. Right. I don't understand. Don't but know. so so we need a we need a we need a guide to the course guide. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need. But but once we get that guide, we'll be fine. We'll need, we need the cliff notes to the course guide, and then we'll be fine. But that was awesome, and I really do think that all of us need to maybe put down our phones and and try to take that in. I think it would make yeah. a distinct difference. Disconnected golf hashtag disconnected yeah, golf. Yeah, maybe we could come up with a better. You know, like that. I think it's good. I think Why? Because you didn't think of it. That's, there you go. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Hashtag disconnected, <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> Remember, and and da- our philosopher friend Darren, he got into a whole conversation with us about. I love that fairness and what's fair. We're, we're going to play a couple. I, clips it made from me want to beat my head against the table. Um, and just stop hearing this conversation. But at some point, you said, "What's fair?" And I said, "Whatever I think is right." Yes, that's, what's fair. that's right. Yeah, 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 so yeah, it all comes down to. But it. I thought the one thing we did talk about with mm-hmm. with Darren, which I thought was really interesting, yeah, on how you know it's very difficult to play with somebody new. Yes, or somebody that what you know. We obviously know Jeff. We know Darren. Yep. Darren didn't really know Jeff. Yep. Darren, you know, that sort of, there was like a different dynamic in our four. Yep. And, you know, he he was man enough to say, yep. you know, it threw him off a little. It made him, you know, a little self-conscious. No. It made him think a little I more thought, of his game. I thought that was great. He was very open about that. And I think all of us could relate, right? I mean, and, and, and all of us could relate. When you're not around people, you know, I think, I think golf, we were talking about this, yeah. in and of itself is a very self-conscious game, right? I mean, yeah. I think you're more, much more self-conscious about getting up and hitting a tee shot than you are hitting a jump shot in a pickup game of basketball with people you've never met before. Yeah. But right? then we were talking, and I thought it was very interesting because, you know, with golf, there's so many courtesies. You yes. know, like the the person who's farthest goes first. Right. You know, person farthest putting goes first. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, if you're on the tee box, nobody's talking, everyone's quiet, and everyone's pretty much looking at you. Right. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, it, it what started out as a courtesy, as like kind of, uh, you know, a gentleman's kind of tradition, has made everybody self-conscious about their game. Right. And, you know, it's an interesting you know, point. Everybody's I mean, looking at me now. I'm on the tee box. <laughs> People, everybody look away, please. Right. Be, be a jerk, yeah. right? Yeah. Curse okay. at me. Okay, great. I, I'm in a foursome, and the other three people are closer than me. Right. That's I'm not good, so everybody wait for me to... <laughs> it's so polite me, of you. Yeah, for but, me to pitch. No, but, but, but this is where I can you know get a little psychological of, you know, at the end of the day, nobody is paying nearly as much attention right. to, to, to any of us as we think they are, right? Yeah. And, and thus... Again, just we think they are paying that much attention to us. They're not. They're busy trying to fart outside the tee box while you're while you're hitting your 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 tee shot. Well, they're checking their phone. They're checking their phone. Right. Right. They're thinking about their tee shot and how much they yep. weren't happy with what they just hit or how they're about to hit after you, and they're more nervous about that. Right. Yeah. Or so, they're glad that they're not going to hit as bad as you. Sure. Well, that happens a lot with, with you. With you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I got it first. I got there yeah, first. I don't know if you did. <laughs> but uh, no. But 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 I think that's one of the things people have to try to remind themselves of that you know. There's this thing in social psychology. It's the term the um, the spotlight effect, and the, it's this whole idea that we all think the spotlight is on us. We think if we're having a bad hair day or we're wearing a, a silly shirt, people are really attuned to that. And while you mock me all the time when I have the a bad irony hair day, of you telling us about bit, the spotlight right, effect right. is amazing. <laughs> but right, it, it is. Oh, I know, yeah. right, right. Because I I live in the spotlight. Effect. Absolutely. So you think that everybody is paying that much attention to you, but they're not. You, you're not under a spotlight. You just 
feel like and think that you're under a spotlight. Everybody else feels and thinks they're under a spotlight too. So guess what? They're not paying attention to your bad hair day. They're thinking about their bad hair day, right? They're thinking about their tee shot or their nervousness about the next hole. They're not thinking about you. And if we could remind ourselves of that, both in golf and in life, in many facets of life, we'd be so much better off. And we fall into the spotlight effect so many times without even realizing it unconsciously. And it would be so much better to realize and tell ourselves, hey, wait a minute, this is a spotlight effect. People are really not paying that much attention to me. They don't care. They don't care that much, which is a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. But I sometimes, you know, the competitive nature of people, I think that could work to an advantage. Mm -hmm. Because some people strive under pressure. Some people, you know, their best comes out. Yeah. So if they're thinking, if they think that... You know, but do you think do you think their best is going to come out because they're thinking other people are watching them or because they're driving themselves to do the best they can? What because other people are watching them. Yeah, you think so? I think so, yeah. Mm. It's your time to shine. You're the Division three athlete. Yeah. Right? You know, I only went to uh, the greatest university in the country, but you're the Division three athlete. But I, I think I think that's part of it too. You know, that's that some people could, could perform better having that pressure on them. Yeah. Whereas some people might not, you know, they just take it a little but, too but, loose. But even if the pressure's on them, I mean, I think it's an entire internal world thing about self in, in, self inflicted pressure. Yes, and 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 how they do better because of the self inflicted pressure, and they feed off of that within themselves. Right. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's a very internal dynamic. Uh, but I could be wrong. You have been in the past mm, mm, mm. many times. But <sighs> I like that. That was a good conversation we had, Darren. Yes. Yes. I, I, absolutely. And and. Again, I think when you play with people you don't know in the future, trying to trying to take a breath, trying to realize they don't care that much. Yep. Try to have fun. I, I will say I was a little proud of myself this past uh, round. I, I I cared a little bit less in the sense, in a good way. Like yeah, I, I was looking to have some fun. I wasn't so pissed off that my score was over a hundred. Um, so I did notice that there was a couple times that you would you know you would kind of deflect you know let's which was good you know you were like let, you know check this out look at this you know the the right? hawks and stuff like that which oh. was, which was very nice. But then I was wondering, are you doing that because you were scoring so badly? Like, if you were playing really well, yeah. would you have had the same... I don't know, because, you know... It was a beautiful day. Yeah, it was a beautiful day, and as, as badly as I played, you ba- you played three strokes worse. I so played I'm curious really how you really bad. Yeah. I So, in my head, I always play great. Yeah, I know you which do. Which is the beauty about just being me. Well, if, you, if it was your old scoring system, this is the beautiful part, you would have scored a 97. I yep, broke You sure did. Would have yeah. shot a 97. That's all that matters. Maybe a 96. You know? I would have been pushing 96. Unbelievable. Yeah. Also... If I if you line up a hundred grown men, how many of them do you think cut their burger in half? I'm just this is an, this is a question for the audience. Out of a hundred grown men, I feel like this is this is we're playing. Um, survey says uh, what, what is that? What's that? Well, game I'll show? tell you. If I'm in that line of one hundred, uh-huh. there's definitely one man. Jesus Christ! So that da- will cut his burger. In Darren half. and Kez, we we go for a meal after the after the round. Very very nice. Have a beer. It's very gentlemanly. Very relaxing. Tavern Five. If you're in the area, yes. you have to go. Tavern Five's great. We've been going to Tavern Five for for every time we go to Sunset Valley, we go to Tavern Five. Great place, and we can talk more about it. But uh, again, these two grown men. The moment the burgers come, cheeseburger was fantastic. They cut their sandwich in half, and I can't. I never do that. Now I'm an animal, and I and I know I'm not somebody to. But I I find it. I might post a video. I of find you it eating. a little dainty. I might post a video of you eating just really? so everyone can experience that. What would you say is most? Uh, f- uh, f- uh, what What's the most amazing piece of phenomena phenomenon in my eating? Uh, it's just disgusting. It's like an yeah. animal. You're like a dog. You but, you don't use utensils. I think they're optional. I think they're optional. Not optional. I mean, but if it's on. a salad, you, you can't eat a salad. <laughs> pasta, pasta or a salad, I often like to go with uh, with some kind of utensil. Something just a knife. I like to stab the pasta. But um, I use utensils. Just on occasion, I don't. We were somewhere today for lunch, and they had hot dogs. Little, the little, little mini the hot dogs. The little mini hot dogs that were in, in a, a heating tray. In a heating tray. And you took the utensil... And actually picked it up and then grabbed it with your hand out of the out of the tray. 
Yes. Okay, so the serving utensil the serving I utensil, held in yes. one hand, and then the mini hot dog I grabbed you, in another hand? No, you grabbed the, the hot dog out of the serving utensil. Oh. So you, you had the yes. wherewithal to pull it out because you see. didn't want to use your hand yes. in the serving utensil. No, utensils. that would be you used the uh, Yeah, you used the prongs, Yeah. and then you grabbed it with your hand. You didn't have a plate. You didn't have anything. Oh, I didn't have anything. But you did dip it into... Did you see that? The, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, said, yeah. This was, I was almost amazed the fact that I was doing this. As I was doing it, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? So I guess I did what he said. I didn't even realize it. Twice. Then, I, then I, have a, I have the mini hot dog in my hand, and I dip it directly into the main vat of ketchup that everybody is going to spoon out onto their respective plates. Yep. I mean, I didn't double dip into there, but uh, no. I was a little aghast at what I did uh, right when I did it. And then I did it one more time. Yeah. Well, those mini hot dogs are—they'll do that to you. They—they they are delicious. They're like the siren song of of, yes. of food. They will just—they will. It will totally do away with all of your sensibilities and, and rationality, and you will just go bonkers for them. You will, yes. di- you will dip into big vats of ketchup. So let, let's talk about that. What, what kind of grown man would put ketchup on their hot dog? Because ketchup get, should never be put on a hot dog. I think dog. that's ridiculous. I think, I, I think mustard is amazing on a hot dog. Mustard is the only thing no, no, you no, should no, be no. putting on a hot dog. I don't think that's true. I think there's – I think I, I get the whole – listen, I – Went to the Midwest for college. Love Chicago. F- d- recognize how great mustard on a hot dog and only mustard on a hot dog is. You don't have to go to Chicago. It's you know that's what you put on a hot dog. I, well, I think there's a big history of having ketchup on your hot dog, especially back back out east here. I mean, when you're a kid growing up, you put ketchup on your hot dog. No, never. This is like un-American. Never. No, really? ketchup on a hot dog is un-American. You put mustard on a hot dog, ketchup what on a hamburger. And you have to cut the hamburger, obviously. I mean, I think you put ketchup on a hamburger. Yes, I think you could also put ketchup and mustard. I mean, yeah, McDonald's, I actually that, like that, ketchup, that yeah, ketchup mustard in a little oh, mayo. Oh, it's great. Ooh, sure, yeah. a little mayo is good. I like that. But uh, I, you, I don't, I don't agree with you. I, I think, think ketchup on a hot dog has its place. I, I understand. I mean, I can go both ways. Not in my, not in, not on my plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. It was amazing. So I, I really, when you guys cut your, and you did it so, so, so daintily, a huge knife. You I just think cut it was the manly. Sandwich. We did it manly. Yeah, manly. You know, you cut it, you know, from the middle right. out. You right. turn it middle out. No, and then you kept you kept uh, wiping mustard off with your skirt. It was great. Well, yeah, you're not because mm-hmm. you walk around with food all over your face, and you're I totally think, fine with that. I think it's evidence of what you've conquered. Right. So, so, so tomorrow, very excited. Tuesday, we playing? we're playing Francis, Francis Burn, Burn, which is the sort of as I described it, the crown jewel of the Essex County uh, public courses. Yeah, they in, redid the first hole. It looks beautiful. They converted it, it to really a par four. It looks fantastic. It was a par yeah. five, and they changed it for various reasons, including I think a lot of balls were going off into the road. Yeah, and the way they can change it up to a, a par, um, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I uh, really love the par four. I love how they changed it. So really good stuff. So I'm super excited, Kez, and we'll. Uh, We'll podcast about it, and uh, you know it'll be a Tuesday's round. Uh, that's uh, the spirit of Friday's round, and we'll definitely uh, you know post some new things on Twitter, and we'll reach out to some of our followers. Um, yeah, we're starting to gain a community here. It's some some uh, awesome. Uh, it was an awesome photograph today that I tagged on somebody. I, I thought it was great. The yeah. spirit of what I love about golf. Thank so. you everyone for for being involved. Absolutely. All right. So enjoy. I'm psyched for tomorrow, Kez. And until next time, hashtag disconnected golf. Yes.